caregiving family and welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving don't forget to follow me on facebook at caregiving is a ministry all one word we are looking at the fruit of the spirit and we are on the element of kindness today our scripture takes us to proverbs 31st chapter and the 26th verse and i'll be reading from the new american standard bible no surprise right (laughs) she opens her mouth in wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue the new living translation states when she speaks her words are wise and she gives instructions with kindness So we find ourselves again in the book of Proverbs. And remember, I likened it to a know-it-all aunt um, who dispenses sage advice. (laughs) And here she is again. Today, we're going to speak about our sister, the Proverbs 31 wife. You all know her. You know, the woman that we can't seem to live up to, right? (laughs) She's an amazing woman, isn't she? She's industrious, caring, business-minded, a mother, a manager, All that and a bag of chips, so to speak. Really, like so many women, if we're honest. And truthfully, while most of us are like her, there are always room for, there's always room for us to improve, right? Personally, I truly believe in my heart that her husband had to be amazing as well. Notice it really doesn't speak about him, but in order for her to be all that she was, Her husband had, in my opinion, of course, had to have a healthy self-esteem, not being intimidated by her authority, you know, the authority that she used and exercised in running the household as well as in the marketplace. He had to be a man of good economic means as well, because when you read um, further in the uh, scripture, it says that she had servants. Hello, how many of you would like to have some servants to have some help? (laughs) Just being comical. But I think that this is a pretty good scripture for us to look at. Our dear sister in this scripture teaches us that kindness can be generated with our words. And I know that may not be a surprise to you, but as we peel this scripture back, I think you'll find some revelation. I think it's interesting that before she speaks kindness or opens her mouth, well, before she speaks kindness, she opens her mouth in wisdom and I know wisdom isn't an element of the fruit of the spirit but let's just park it here for a moment and let's let's talk about wisdom what is wisdom I think wisdom can be defined as good judgment or using your past experience to then shape how you engage in your future wisdom is something that we can go to God and ask for and that he will generously lavish on us according to our brother James in chapter first in chapter one the first and verse five I'll get it out sooner or later so this implies to me that we aren't born with wisdom but it's something that we must ask God for and then once he gives it to us to cultivate it to remember you know our experiences and to use that as a gauge for us moving forward that process of remembering where you've been what you did that worked or what didn't work using your fruit of the spirit to then partner with wisdom and then you respond to a situation in your or your circumstance 
our girl opens her mouth in wisdom. So she's using her experience and knowledge of how to speak to people, how to treat people, perhaps recalling a time in her life when she didn't receive kind words. You know, women back in that era, they had no rights or anything to that extent, so it wouldn't be far-fetched to assume that she had her fair share of people being unkind to her. And then she reflected on how that made her feel. Then in contrast, recalling when she was spoken to in love and kindness and how that made her feel. So her wisdom has influenced has influence over her words. And she, using her words, then speaks kindness. Notice that the New American Standard Bible uses the word teach, that she teaches kindness. The teaching of kindness is on her tongue, is what it says. This highlights that she's an example that other women can follow. But can we be real? You don't have to be a woman to be kind. Jesus is kind. Kindness isn't just reserved for women. Kindness is something that we all are to possess, especially according to the fruit of the Spirit, what he has imparted to us already. We're supposed to possess it. For the believer, we've been given kindness once we accept Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. So for my men folk who are listening out there, you have no excuse. You are to be kind as well. This teaching of kindness is to remind us that people are always watching us. Our children, our spouses, our co-workers, neighbors, fellow Christians, and anyone that we come in contact with. We as children of God don't have to be in quote-unquote ministry to live in a fishbowl, so to speak. People are always watching us, how we will respond or will we react. Remember, once you give your heart to the Lord and surrender to him, there's no place that's off limits for him to use you. And he will use you. So our hearts must must reflect the commitment that we have in our relationship with him so that our outward acts reflect that internal relationship. We cannot say we're Christians, you know, godly people, and then go around cussing folks out. That just (laughs) doesn't line up well. We can't be godly and be vulgar. Once again, it it sends mixed messages to the world. They'd call us hypocrites. We cannot be godly and not care for those around us, regardless if we know them or not. So our sister teaches kindness but what, what she says, by what she says, I guess. The New Living Translation says that she gives instruction in kindness. The New American Standard Bible says that she teaches kindness, but the New Living Translation says that she gives instruction in kindness. Once again, you know, different versions. So this version paints a picture of her in authority, dealing with someone who perhaps is not. She's instructing them. But what she's instructing them to do is mentioned because what what she's telling them to do doesn't really matter. What matters is that she's doing it in kindness. 
you know, sometimes when the Bible leaves something out and when you're in your Bible study and you're in your small groups, you're trying to figure out, well, what exactly does this say and why did it say that? It really doesn't say what she was instructing them to do. It's because that really doesn't matter. The bigger picture is that whatever she told them to do, instructing them to do, she did it with kindness to once again not step over quarters to pick up dimes, right? How many of you have had bosses who've talked down to you or have witnessed people talking down to other people being rude? I've had a couple, and I'm telling you, (laughs) I I had to go to their office, and, and this is what I would do. I'd go to their office, I'd close the door, And politely, I'd say, sir, because it was two different um, times and and they were both men. Being in the military, I said, sir, I, I, I really don't respond well to people who yell and cuss at me. I didn't grow up in that kind of an environment with yelling or cursing. And I, I just don't think it's appropriate in the workspace. And my boldness in being forthright with them and calling out a behavior that really is inappropriate kind of set them aback but then they'd relent and they'd apologize and then I never had to worry about them cussing at me anymore now granted in the military people cuss all the time but it's one thing to just cuss in general about a situation going on something completely different if you're cussing at me now granted we as Christians we're not to really curse that way right but that's another lesson (laughs) think about the words that you use when you speak to your children What about the words that you use with your employees, your co-workers, your spouse, right? It's easy for us to take advantage of our spouses. What about your parents? And then, yes, the person whom you are caring for in this caregiving season. I confess my words were not always kind to my mother. In the heat of trying to care for her, sometimes my frustration would just overwhelm me. And I'd speak not in wisdom, but in frustration or anger. And my words would not be comforting or compassionate to her. And the moment the words left my lips, I could see the damage done in her eyes. I could see it immediately. So I would apologize and then promise never to do it again, never to do it again. (laughs) But not to offer her as an excuse as to why I did it, because it doesn't matter. I shouldn't have done it. What mattered is I realized that I hurt her, the person whom I love the most. Kindness. We often think of it as an act, but first it is spoken. And that's what our super duper Proverbs 31 girl is teaching us today. She's teaching us to speak kindness. I know I don't have to tell you what your assignment is today because you're smart people. (laughs) Use wisdom and speak kindness to your loved ones. Tell them how special they are, how much you love them, and how happy you are that you have the privilege of caring for them. Cherish the the time that you, you have, whether they can acknowledge your presence or not. Speak kindness today. Let's pray. As we go before our Lord and Savior, we come to you, Lord, who sits on high but looks low, God, who is in the details of our lives. Thank you for orchestrating our lives in the way that you have. 
we may not necessarily understand what is going on, but we come today with trust. Trust that you are in the details and trust that you do have a larger plan all lined out that we may not understand, but we will be compliant. We thank you for your love, which is unconditional. And we thank you for constantly nurturing the relationship that we have with you. We are in a relationship with you, and it takes two committed people to be in a relationship. But we, in our fragile state, we fall short all the time. And so you really have the lion's share in keeping this relationship going. But what little we have, Lord, we bring to you today, and we offer it up to you, asking you to cleanse our hearts, to remove callous words, to remove hate, to remove bitterness, to remove anything that is not kind. We want to reflect who you are, who you, who you are, who you are to us, and who you would have us to be. For you have crafted us to be in your image. And each time we come and we read your word, we get a little closer looking like you. And so we ask, Father, that you touch us and you give us the opportunity to speak kindness to our loved ones this day. Bless each and every person who's listening to this podcast. You know their needs. You know their hurts. You know their pain. Help them to feel your presence this day. Help them to lay all of their burdens at your feet. And know that you will take care of them. We love you and we praise you. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Now go and speak kindness and minister the act of caregiving.